here we are. This is definitely not the second time I'm doing this intro, and I'm definitely not doing this intro at the end of the podcast, right, guest? Yeah. Okay, solid. This. <laughs> my I guess... didn't know I was supposed to. I was gonna talk. I uh, yeah, <laughs> that was you didn't talk the first time. I mean, this is the first time that we didn't do a first time. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we are. I, I took a call. I took a little bit of a break from the past couple weeks. I was sick, and then I uh, was out of town, and uh, it was on a little bit of a hiatus, if you will. But now I'm back to doing this podcast. Going to be doing it consistently. Normally, uh, the past couple of shows I've had on people I work with, I've had on uh, people I have sports conversations with, and then pop culture. This time, it's a themed episode, people. So this is going to be all about October. We're going to talk about some festive activities. And uh, the guest this, this time I have on is literally just a friend of mine. Somebody it was my roommate in college. Uh, right now, he's a PhD candidate at Penn State for physics. So obviously, he knows a lot about Halloween and a lot about October. Uh, but he is the person I know that loves it more than any anything else. So uh, that's Eli. And his name's Eli, too, by the way. Also, fun fact, his name's Eli. My name's also Eli. Yeah, we lived together uh, at one point. That was always confusing among all of our roommates, but it is what it is. And uh, thank you for joining me, uh, Eli. Hello. The first most important question that I have to ask you is Hot Girl Summer versus Christian Girl Autumn. Uh, okay. Um, probably... Christian, I don't Christian go autumn, I guess. Right? I yeah, because I mean, yeah. you're. I mean, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I personally, the hot girl summer vibe just wasn't me. I feel it. I'm ready for my sweaters. I'm ready yeah. for you know my uh, what are those boots that they wear that I feel like they was wearing the the, the, uh, the camo boots. And yeah. yeah, you know, I'm I'm prepared to. I want to go to the pump. I want to go to apple picking. Take cute pictures of me on Insta holding an apple, biting into an apple, picking up a pumpkin that's too heavy for me because I'm tiny and I'm a cute Christian girl autumn person. That's what I want. So uh, that's me. That's I, I just I just wanted to get that out of the way because hot girl summer that's behind us now everyone I think we need to recognize that Christian girl autumn's where it's at it really is right. well let's first talk about before we get into any horror film topics any any Halloweeny type topics uh, let's focus on just the best October activities I feel like we should rank our best October activities October okay okay Here so let's start with you what what are some of the things that you do during the October season, and for all these these listeners out there, which let me tell you, Eli, I got a ton of listeners. Oh, a ton? Uh, no. Oh, and, one more after today. Oh, uh, there, there you go. So, yeah, you haven't listened to anything I've done. No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, October. Let's talk about it. Rank your favorite October activities. Number one. Just no matter what. It's got to be pumpkin picking I, I have to say pumpkin picking i feel like right is, is that what it's called pumpkin picking um what else could it be called i don't know have we ever is that is that i guess i've never told think... i've never said out loud that i'm gonna go pumpkin picking <laughs> most of the time when i go get my pumpkins they're already picked well that's no fun well you go and you you physically pick the pumpkins yeah, i feel like even if i go the into pumpkin. the patch i feel like even if i go into the patch the pumpkins are like uh, they're not they're not attached to anything 
No, you gotta you gotta find a good pumpkin. You gotta you gotta scour the fields for the hidden gems that everyone else is too lazy to find. <laughs> oh, that's okay. what I always do. I'm at the pumpkin patch like ten times longer than other people are to find the good pumpkins. Because well, you gotta so go many. deep into the yeah, patch. Yeah. Okay, so pumpkin picking is number one. What will be number two? I'm sticking to my my fall day, right? You, yeah. you got you go pumpkin picking after your hayride, and you got to do a corn maze, right? Okay, so then you got then you got to do go do a corn maze. All right, that's fair. And most times, wherever you could go do your pumpkin picking, there's a there's always a corn maze. I feel like part of me, I I kind of want to get stuck in one for an extended period of time because it is really hard. How are you gonna get out? Like you got to just choose. I think I've always thought about this a couple times when I've done corn mazes. If I were to get stuck in there, you just got to choose a direction and then sprint. Like you go through the corn then. But, oh yeah, you just gotta yeah, go through the corn. Yeah, you break all the rules. And you know, like, like what is what's the what's the movie? Children of the Corn? Is that it? They got stuck in like corn, right, or something? <laughs> Kinda. Or do they just like live in corn, right? So yeah, you just have you had a bunch of kids who lived out in the middle of nowhere. And I wanna say I killed all the adults. I wanna say I don't quite remember. Did any of them want to escape? No, no, they were like a cult. Oh, they were all they, on the same all, page. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, because I don't know, if one of them wanted to get out, they should have just sprinted through the corn. It has to end at some point. Yeah, that's true. But what if you go the wrong way? Well, who cares? It's still going to end, right, at some point? I don't know. Corn goes on for miles. <laughs> but at some point, it has to end. This isn't like a forest where you're reaching a field of, like, miles and miles of corn. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three. What's your, what's your third... Uh, your third favorite October activity? I don't know. I, uh, I'm i leaning towards pumpkin carving, but I'm really trying to list them all in my head. Let's see. You can you can do, you can can do go pumpkin chunking. That's always a fun time. Uh, yeah, I've never done the pumpkin chunking. Uh, Have you? I mean, I've never chunked the pumpkin myself. Well, it's not chunk, it's chucking, right? Pumpkin chucking? I was saying chunking. I think so. I don't know. Why I like to chunking? rhyme it. What do you chunk? What, what, is, what, is the, what, what does it mean to chunk? What is a, I don't know. How would you chunk? It rhymes in my head, and I go with the rhyme. I don't know if it's actually what it's called. I, I it's just pumpkin shooting pumpkins at cannons. Yeah. yeah, which I've seen before, and I've always wanted to, when I see that, I've thought about, like, would I be able to catch it? I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. But you know how like they like like it's like punting a football. I feel like when I want to attach like a punter when he punts it, I want to be on the other end of it. I, I want to try to be the return man. I would also like to do that for if it was a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Nice fall walks are pretty nice. I've been doing a lot of those recently. That's that's high up there. Okay, so your third. <laughs> You're going to tell me that your third favorite thing on this uh, fall activity is going to be fall walks. That seems like a bad answer now. Four. I don't know. What would be four? No, we're just going to move on. Three fall walks. You got pumpkin picking, corn maze, fall walks. What's four? Well, I, I got to throw in scary movies somewhere, right? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So watching scary movies would be number yeah. four. I guess, yeah. Um, five. Five you is could... apple picking. I'm going to be decisive. Is apple picking? Wow, we have pumpkin picking and apple picking on this well, list. You, yeah. Okay. Do you it's have it's a ever... fun time. You get to pick your own apples. I mean, I guess that's the title. I do Only... apple chucking. Apple chucking? Yeah, it's like pumpkin chucking, but I, I, whenever I'm at an apple orchard, I just pick up an apple and I throw it as far as I can. All right, so the final list. 
for anybody anyone listening oh, wait, it was just a top five okay yeah i was just doing a top five why were you okay, saving okay. some <laughs> i wasn't saving some but i feel like if i knew it was a top five beforehand it would have turned out different oh well then do you want to you want to rearrange anything you want to start over <laughs> no i'm sticking with it okay it's too late so this is the top five october activities pumpkin picking two is corn maze sprint through the corn if you get lost three is fall walks uh but four is scary movies okay and five is uh apple picking uh okay let's let's get to the the, the thick of this here and let's let's talk about let's talk about uh halloween movies we'll, we'll do horror movies and halloween movies but why don't we start in in just the festive manner um are there any halloween movies specifically that you want to point out um well you got the classics right you got great pumpkin charlie brown that's not really a movie but no but i think you have to i think you have to you gotta watch that i i am a huge fan of all the charlie brown specials which the show actually taught me this you know the whole thing like trick or treat is because you used to get a trick or a treat yeah which like when I was little, I didn't understand that concept. I just thought you said it okay. and you got candy, yeah. right? Because like no one actually ever tricked. No, like, you never get tricked. Like there was, you always like heard like your parents would always be like, "Hey, let me like check out your Halloween candy for razor blades or something," and you'd be like, "Why would you ever do that?" But but I guess it's like that was part of the trick thing, right? And I obviously understand that now, and it makes total sense. But like when I was little, like what what I when I first understood like trick or treat, like that whole vibe, it was because of the Charlie Brown where he got a rock once, and then I was like, "Wait, is that like?" Is that a trick? Like someone gave him a rock? Yeah, that's. I think that's it, right? Well, everyone gives him a rock, right? Well, yeah, he just kept getting screwed. Yeah. Maybe it was like maybe it was a thing in that neighborhood. It was like the fourth person in line that you trick him with. But that's very unoriginal. The trick each time was a rock. Uh, I mean, you, you think like well, maybe one of the pieces of candy had a razor blade on. I mean, the other the other way, right? Though it's like the other way is you either get a trick, like either you the opposite where you. It's confusing. Oh wait, like you're asking, <laughs> like, like it's yeah. not trick or treat. It's trick or treat, and then they're like treat, like truth or dare. Yeah, and then yeah, because there's other like interpretations of it where, like the the kids doing the trick or treating are the ones in charge of the tricks. So I'm not really sure. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Like a kid would go tri- like say trick or treat like a question, and then the adult like person would have to say like treat or trick and then what does the kid do then i don't know but like isn't that like why there's like egging and tping on halloween it's a trick part of it i don't know maybe i'm just making stuff up yeah i guess i guess that yeah no that's like normally it it wasn't in my experience it wasn't the the adults handing out the candy that were in charge of the whole trick part of trick-or-treat but then why would you say trick-or-treat when you go to the door yeah. Like, trick or treat, and then, like, it's a question, and then they say treat, and then you egg them? I don't... Uh... Like, that that theory doesn't make sense I mean, sense it doesn't either. make any sense anyways, right? Because if you just went up to someone and just said trick or treat, uh, what's another example? Another situation where you're saying trick or treat? No, another situation where you just, you walk up to someone and you just go, like, A or B. What are you supposed to respond to that? Yeah, well, I mean, you pick one or the other. 
You just A or B. Yeah. So but I mean, it like is it, but I feel like it's more a of a declarative statement than it is a question. I mean, when you walk in the door, it's like trick or treat. I'm ready for a trick or treat. Like you're gonna give me one or the other. And most of the time, it's a treat. Yeah. I mean, I've never gotten a trick. Was there that neighborhood growing up for you that like always had the better candy? No. Then that was probably your neighborhood. <laughs> like, what kind of candy oh, so would your parents give the, up? The neighborhood I lived in was like too far from any other neighborhoods to for my parents to go. Oh, we're going to another neighborhood to trick or treat. Mmm, spooky. Yeah. So, cause like to get to another neighborhood, I'd have to like cross a main road, and that was not happening. <laughs> okay. See, like we, well, I mean, you, could you drive? Like, no one would ever drive to other neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people probably did, but it was normally not because of the candy, though. It was normally because of friends. Okay. Because, like, for me, when we were younger, like, I li- like the neighborhood I lived in, we had a pretty, like, a pretty good showing, I'd say. But you'd still, because there was, like, a lot of houses, but, and you'd have, like, a couple houses that would have the parents that would want to be bougie and, like, get the full, like, full-size Snickers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was, there's a neighborhood close by that people would purposely drive to that every house was given, like, full-size candy bars. And I feel like if you ever need to check uh, someone's economic status, if you're ever curious about a, a family's income, just see what kind of candy they're giving out around Halloween. Well, what do you think is better? Do you think get, getting one full-size candy bar is better or, like, getting, like, five fun-size candy bars from a house? I don't know. There's just something different about getting the full-size. That's true. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, you're going to get more, like more bang for your buck maybe by getting the, the smaller ones yeah. but if we're being honest there's just something about getting a full size like you uh, feel yeah, better think, than everybody else when you pull out full size i think as a kid i the full size but for some reason now if i somehow went trick-or-treating i would want the smaller candy because yeah i mean well also portion control as an adult yeah it's easier maybe, that yeah, way. It's I, well maybe it's not now. easier that way is it easier that way portion control if you have a bunch of little pieces Mm, I'm gonna say no. Okay. I'm gonna say I could definitely eat one full size candy bar and go. That's way too much candy for today. But I could also definitely eat like just eat tiny pieces of candy all day and end up eating like fifty. Did you ever have the cre- like somebody that came to your house during Halloween that you're like you're a little too old for this? I mean, yeah. What's the cutoff for you? What's the age? Cutoff age for trick or treating? Uh, I feel like I have to go somewhere. Like low teens, but maybe, maybe thir- like maybe teens in general. Like thirteen is the cutoff. <laughs> Just when you become like when you're a tween, it's fine. Like twelve is fine. Yeah, I think you're a tween, but like when you get when you get the teen status, I think thirteen's okay. But I think thirteen's fine, but you gotta like, I don't know. Yeah, thirteen does sound weird now that I think about it. Right, but like I feel like. At 13, I probably went, oh, I wish I could go trick-or-treating, and I probably did. I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like middle school, I probably trick-or-treated for, like, throughout middle school, I would say. But I also do feel like that's old to be doing it. Maybe I shouldn't have been doing it then. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I, I think I would probably say, yeah, I feel like the cutoff's, like, after you're a tween. Yeah, I guess so. What's your take on um, Slutty Halloween? I don't really care about it that's all i got <laughs> you got no you got no takes because i i think there's because i think you go from you go from like halloween has these two phases 
Yeah. Where you go from like you're a kid and you go trick or treating and it's great, and then you have this like awkward gap of like through puberty Gosh, of being yeah. emotionally distraught about whether or not you should go trick or treating, and then you hit the late high school to college years yeah. where you're like, oh, I'm totally dressing up and I need to look my finest, and I think that's a weird dichotomy between the two that you go yeah. from dressing up as bubbles from powder puff girl to like dressing up as bubbles from powder puff girl like I didn't like that choice <laughs> you know you could be the same you could be like there's probably there's a there's a bubbles like out there as a kid oh, and you're the probably. bubbles that's out there not just not as a kid i think if you're gonna do if you're gonna start doing adult halloween you gotta pick like adult costumes like i can't i don't think you can do I don't want you to do sexy cop when, like, there might be a little, like, four-year-old dressed as a cute cop outfit that they got at Walmart, you know? Like, I can't, I don't want, like, your, I don't want the sexy outfit to match what a possibly a kid could wear. I feel like once you get to that age, though, you, you gotta start putting effort into a costume if you're gonna dress up. Like, I had the other, like, the other year, I did, uh, and I'm an adult man, I did, <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to, we wanted to do something fun for a Halloween party that we're going to, me and my, me and my girlfriend, and, uh, but we wanted to, it to be not like we're going to dress up purposely in this, you know, uh, in this, what's the right word, um, sexual manner, if you will. So, like, what, but what we did was, like, a fun idea, it was, like, we were, like, JFK and Marilyn Monroe, right? Which yeah. I feel like, that's fun, hashtag fun and flirty, if you will. But, like, we weren't whipping it out trying to show off our stuff. And and I've had this conversation with people where they're just like, I'm in my prime when I'm, like, early 20s. I need to show my stuff up around Halloween because it's the time for me to do it. And I'm all you respect it, but, like, come up with something interesting. Don't wear the same outfit that a uh, kid could wear, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel right to me. Well, I think you got to, like, create... Well, I, I'm always an advocate for like creating your own costume. Even yeah. when I was little, I, like I created my own costumes. Yeah. Cause that was that that was a big deal too. I went I went uh, like two costume contests when I was younger, and I remember. Uh, do you remember that? Do you remember that character Domo? Yeah, yeah. At this point, I was in middle school. I was just trying to win competitions. I was like, I'm gonna beat out youngsters. I don't care. I'm winning. Uh, there's a character Domo. I we got we took it entire we took a box. We just cut out armholes, but we put the whole like like brown felt around it like used felt to make the whole domo thing that thing won me a costume contest one year i did doodle jump Ooh, that's fun. and that was like when that game was big at the time i did doodle jump used another box we cut out the front of it to make it look like an iphone and then my face was the doodle jump character and i would move my neck back and forth to make it look like i was hopping on pedestals it's fun that's fun are you not impressed with this this, is, this should be impressive no it's impressive it's impressive i'm i'm just over here thinking like why costumes <laughs> you're, you're thinking like why do they like why in general yeah because like yeah like why, why, costumes? why i mean it's you know it's a day for you to to be something other than yourself i don't know i feel like that's what, what like killers always say in movies <laughs> what are they talking about halloween like i guess i guess it's just tradition now yeah, I mean, there's obviously some mythology behind it, or like, you know, or there's some story behind why they do costumes. I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to take the time to look it up right now, but it's, there's definitely a story for why they do it. Hmm. But now it's just fun tradition. But moral of the story, 
just if you're gonna dress up like uh, for slutty Halloween, think of something a little more creative than wearing yeah, like just just try. I think that's the moral. Yeah, just try a little bit. You know, you put the extra effort in, it'll be better. It'll be better. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was what was the first topic I was trying to get out of actually? Uh, um. Talking... Halloween movies, right? Yeah, so we were okay, talking we about talk... Charlie Brown at one point. But somehow I got the costumes. Um. Great Pumpkin, Scooby Doo. Oh, oh going, okay. I was thinking about this too. I so I was looking at movies, right? Because I every year I gotta watch movies. Yeah. I because I was looking at it, and there's so many like Halloween specials that came out in like the 80s and the 90s, and like Disney Channel original movies that aren't Halloween Town, that are Halloween based, but you just can't find them anymore because mm-hmm. no one's like we gotta watch these Halloween movies. They're not easily uh, easily accessible. You know what yeah. I just thought of, and this is an idea, and I'm gonna have to trademark it after this. Okay. Is there should be a streaming service that, and this is not for horror movies or Halloween. I know there's one that exists for Halloween. I don't remember what it's called, but there's one that exists for it. Uh, for what is the one for horror movies? Do you have any idea? Shutter. Shutter. There you go. So Shutter, this is not ripping you off. Um, this I, I think there should be a streaming service that just gives you holiday themed television and movies to watch around that time of year yeah. you know what i mean like i i, I know that's now with so many streaming servers it's gonna be hard to get rights to like all the stuff or whatever but i think there should be like like oh it's you know arbor day what do we have for arbor day you know Is there anything for arbor day I, there's got to be something like i don't mm-hmm. care if it's if it's i don't care if it's documentary about trees there's definitely content that has to do yeah. with arbor day and there's these holidays that I think if we had a streaming service, obviously the big hitters could get Halloween. You're going to get, yeah, you know, you're going to get some Christmas stuff. You're going to get, you know, there's some Thanksgiving theme stuff. Uh, there's some, there's probably plenty there's, of Valentine's day. Yeah. There's plenty of 4th of July content. I bet, you know, that's going to maybe not be as fun, but I think there needs to be St. a streaming Patrick's service. day has got a couple. Yeah. Oh, then you hit like a drought in like April. Yeah. I would Just call it the holidays the, in general. The app would be called Holly. Ah. Yeah. So that's my idea, and um, I'm going to have to run with that. Okay, so the, the streaming service would be called Holly. Uh, all right. Halloween Town, Casper, you know, watch a Scooby-Doo, Great Pumpkin. Those are, all, those are all festive things. I think after you do all those events that we talked about earlier, you can go and you can watch those. Don't also, watch Focus Focus, though. I, I, don't, I, don't live, I don't believe in the hype. Wow, you're against that's, that's Hocus Pocus. That's my hot take of the day. Hocus Pocus made me uncomfortable as a child, and I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> and I just haven't ever gotten into it, and I've never watched it. I just remember I, when I was. I don't understand why it's such a big deal now. Yeah, I don't know. I just was. I would. I was like. I would get physically kind of uncomfortable by it, and now whenever I see it on TV, the same thing happened. <laughs> so be it. Uh, one question I do have: um, uh, Who do you think Casper was? Ooh, like as a human. As a human. Yeah. What? He did die as a kid. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, it was just morbid. It's like he died as a kid, but also like the books and stuff came out in like the 40s, so which was like it was okay World War II era. Uh, so that concerns me. I don't know. Is are his uncles actually his uncles? Is that ever said? Oh yeah, like his creepy uncles. Like yeah. is that yeah. That's a good point. I don't know. If they're just three men taking care of him, 
But, like, they don't even take care of him. Don't they, like, hate him? Yeah, so... Uh, doesn't make any sense. Basically, all I'm concerned about is I think Casper died during World War II, and we don't know his background. That's all I'm saying. Whoa, there's a girl Casper? Oh, wait, this looks concerning. He's, like, hanging out with this girl that's alive. And then... Is it Wendy? Oh, yeah, maybe it is Wendy. I forgot that Wendy's a thing. But then the girl's a ghost. Oh, well... So, did he like? Did, did she die on purpose? To be with Casper? No, that sounds that sounds too dark. It's like a Romeo Casper Juliet movie. situation. I don't think they'd go there. I'm just telling you, there's definitely she's alive and then she's not. So, you sure it's the same girl? I'm going to check right now. I'm literally pulling it up. I'm very curious. I'm like fat. It's like a 30 minute thing. I'm fast forwarding through it. What if it just, like, gets to a part where Casper shanks her? <laughs> also, Casper can't hold anything. He's a ghost. I don't, so I don't remember the rules holds, of Casper. Whatever she holds, he's ghostly. Yeah. Is that how it worked in the Casper universe? No. Okay. Mm, yeah, I'm not really finding anything here. I'm not. Well, at least I'm not seeing a scene where he kills this young girl. Well, that makes but I'm not watching. Just, maybe thing. she's, like, sick. And she's really scared oh, of death. That's so sad. And there's like a really wholesome message. <laughs> like a, termini a terminally ill friend? I don't know. That's... Maybe that's not as wholesome as I think it is. No. It doesn't sound wholesome at all. See, in well, this one, Cas in this video here, Casper's wearing clothes, which doesn't make sense to me because, you know, unless they're, again, ghostly clothes, it's a Casper Christmas thing. And he's wearing, like, Santa clothes. I think Casper can touch things. I don't remember. Oh, he can touch things. I watch a ghost. Yeah, but like, was that a thing in the movie too? I don't remember the movie very well. Cas I have to watch Casper again. I'm done looking at Casper stuff. Um, Casper could be a murderer. We don't know. Maybe he shanks young girls. Uh, all right. Let's go to the more interesting discussion here. Yeah. Uh, what is the best? So, if we had to think about like, what's the best way to survive a horror movie situation? Because obviously, a lot of people think about this. And I feel like when people are watching horror movies or whatever, you're trying to think about it. And obviously, it's circumstantial. You know, it depends on what situations you're in. But do you have any, like, well, do you think we can think of any kind of key steps to take when in Jeez. one of these situations? Let's go for slasher movies first. Slasher movies? Okay. I think okay. there's, like, some good distinction we can do. So if we're going for, like, slasher movies, which if people don't understand what that means, it's just, like, serial killers? Yeah. That would be yeah. what it is. So it's just, like, serial killers. Yeah, you got like Scream, uh, Halloween, Michael yeah. Myers, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Jason, Friday the Thirteenth. So, what what would be the best ways to uh, survive those situations if you had like a Michael Myers coming after you? Well, so if you had a Michael Myers coming after you, I mean, don't think just think about it as a yeah. slasher. You don't think about yeah. So you gotta you gotta stop going to places where there's nobody else around. That's a good start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good point. You gotta stop making stupid decisions, basically. Because, like, it's one of my favorite scenes in Cabin in the Woods is when, like, the basement door pops open and Chris Hemsworth's like, we gotta go down there. Because they're right. playing Truth or Dare and they dare the main character, girl, to go down there. Yeah. And then the, the stoner guy's just like, no, this is a terrible idea. And, like... Right. If this was any other, like, if I was in that situation, I would go, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And you gotta, 
you gotta think before you do stuff. Yeah, don't go where you're supposed to go. Like, if anything, make the killer come to you. You don't want to run into the situation where uh, there's too many doors that open that people go into the door. Like, I gotta be honest, if I'm, like, sitting, if, if I'm in my bed and, like, my door comes open, I'm not getting up to look. I'm just staying in my bed, and I'm going to do the pretend, pretend like I'm sleeping thing. So like, forget you're there. Yeah, to hopefully feel like they don't know I'm there. They're just like, yeah, he's sleeping. I'm not going to murder him when he's sleeping. Because uh, it's not as fun. So I don't I, – or if I'm, if I'm anywhere and, like, a door comes open, like, I am not going to go look, you know? Or if, like, I hear something from the distance, like, calling me to go, like, go a certain way. Like, that's a lot – that's that happens a lot. <laughs> like, you just kind of hear – like someone hears like a, a rustling in like the woods or like someone hears something from the other room. I'm not going to go check it out. I'm staying where I am or or I'm going in the opposite direction. I'd always surround yourself with more killable people. Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> okay, so like get a group of friends that definitely get a group of friends where you're Yeah, get a group of friends where you're the the most least likely to die. Get a group of, make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who you seem the most final girl type yeah. that there can be, which means you got to be semi-attractive. You have not the be, most attractive. Yeah, you got to be semi-attractive, not the most attractive. You got to be semi-misunderstood. Uh, you have to normally, um, I guess normally you're, uh, normally you're like a virgin or not very sexually active. Yeah. And, um, and you're like insecure in a lot of ways. Which is a lot of people already. So yeah. you gotta embrace that insecurity until you become secure because of the killer that's coming after you. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. So we surround yourself with more killable people, and that includes, uh, but not limited to, more stoners, uh, more jocks. I would say, uh, more like basic girls. You know, mm-hmm. um, more loudmouths. There's always that person that kind of just thinks they can, like, talk back to the killer. Like, the killer is going to listen. <laughs> or, they're better. Yeah, or the killer, like, come at me then. Like, come on. You, you just kind of challenge the killer on things. That doesn't ever work. So surround yourself with them. And I think that could work. I'm trying to think. What else? Um, Ooh, cops are always important, even though they're never really good at their job. Oh, that's a good one. So... Yeah. Cops are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make sure you're keeping the cops in on, like, you know, yeah. keep them up. Don't go anywhere where there's no solicitors with reception. Yeah, but just, oh. yeah, both those are good. To stay on the cop thing, though, is, before we go to the phone thing, um, there's always the cops that are like, it's not a problem. It's a problem. Yeah, like, these crazy kids don't know what they're talking about. I think you need to make sure you gotta let them know that there's an issue going on. You gotta be prepared for when the cop shows up because when the cop shows up, within the next like two minutes, they're normally dead. True. You gotta be ready. As soon as they get there, you get out of there. That's the best way out. Yeah. Okay. Um, now the phone thing. Yeah, don't go anywhere with no cell phone uh, for when there's no cell phone reception. Um, at this point in time, I can't believe that ever happens. And movies like but it happens will... all the time. Yeah, and movies do it like they they always explain try to explain it in some way, but and there's not really any way around that. Just don't go anywhere without cell phone reception. And if you happen to not have cell phone reception, um, leave. Listen to listen to creepy people. That's a good one. Oh, that's a very good one. Yeah. 
listen yeah listen to creepy people is important because there's always that person there's all, that, yeah there's always one of them well yeah there's always somebody that like when you enter a new neighborhood there's like the man that lives down the street and he's like 10 people died in that house. yeah and he tells you like 10 people died in the house or like when you're going to the woods there you always stop at the gas station where the owner knows something about like the area you're going to listen to that person no one's I, ever pretending to be a zombie yeah <laughs> that's a really funny one uh that's actually a good note i think no one's ever pretending to be a zombie and no one's ever pretending to be the killer so you know you don't want to be in the situation where you're like charlie stop it no you know like take the mask off charlie like that's not charlie yeah, if, if someone if someone shows up and they're wearing a mask and you think it's someone and they're not talking back to you for some reason <laughs> that's a sign to leave you're 100 percent wrong yeah you're yeah, about to, that's yeah, not the person you think it is yeah especially if it's the guy that's normal that's known for scaring people you just gotta assume everyone isn't them yeah especially if it's like charlie you did this last week stop it like if charlie's doing that last week one it's probably charlie under the mask and he's just not saying anything this time he's gonna kill you or two, two. Charlie's, dead. charlie's a bad friend yeah <laughs> yeah charlie's a bad friend or three he's just dead um yeah so don't don't ever think that the person not talking to you is like just your friend that's messing with you um what about what were you gonna say you gotta have some way to get out right because that's a big problem in horror movies where you go and like the car is whatever is broke or there's no keys for some reason. Uh, all the gas has been drained out of it. You need to have a way to get out of it anywhere you are. Yeah, always plan for, yeah, always plan for, like, an exit route. Bring, like, a skateboard or something. Just something that's <laughs> going to make you faster than the killer. <laughs> that you Please. can't just, like, break. If you, <laughs> if you think you see something, you probably did see something. Yeah. There's always the, like, double take, you know, to see if, like, someone was at the window. And they're like, I guess no one was at the window. Now I'm going to go eat my popcorn and watch my movie. Um, no. Somebody was definitely at the window. Do more than just doing the double take. And two, uh, this is a good one to follow up because of the popcorn movie watching. Don't watch horror movies. <laughs> Which I feel like anybody who's watching a horror movie in a horror movie always gets in trouble yeah 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 but if you wouldn't if you didn't watch them then we wouldn't be able to uh give any of these uh any of these uh, good uh tips to how to get out of it which aren't really tips they're just pointing out like all the problems yeah i mean i feel like a slasher is pretty easy to get away from if you know what you're doing right and that's just because you just gotta leave i think that should just be the rule right yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is just leave. Like, don't fight back. Don't go hide. Like, just, like, get out as fast as you can. Has yeah. there ever been a movie where they, they realize they're getting killed and they all just leave? No, I don't think so. They all freak out. They're all, like, they all, like, lock themselves in the house. Yeah, or they, they go to the car and they're like, oh, the car doesn't work anymore. And then they go back in the house instead of just, like, running away. Yeah, I would sprint as far as I like. Just, I would just start sprinting. Just like run I away through the corn. A yeah. theme, as we can tell, there's always the uh, you either a, you either freeze, you run, or you fight, right? Like those are the three things that people that people do. Uh, I definitely run. 
that's uh, that yeah. definitely seems like my, what I'm I'm learning about myself during this. <laughs> um, I want to. Uh, my my sister sent this to me earlier today. And maybe you would be interested in knowing this. The star of Halloween Town. Which like Marnie? Uh, Marnie, yes. Okay. Kimberly J. Brown. Marnie? Uh, Kimberly J. Brown, whoever okay. you know, whoever, think... whichever Marnie that was. Um, she owns an Etsy shop. Uh-huh. Where uh-huh. she makes Halloween Town inspired products for sale. Interesting. Or for sale. So she's a star of Halloween Town. Can take she could take all your money for her Halloween themed Etsy store. This is a BuzzFeed article. And uh, if you're ever looking to get your uh, Halloween Town fix in <laughs> by getting merchandise, apparently you can just, go buy it. Does she just sell merchandise? Or is yeah, it like she just sells homemade merchandise. If there's a shirt that says Halloween is cool, then that's hundred percent something I need to get my hands on immediately. This is like a onesie that says magic is really very simple. All you have to do is want something, then let yourself have it. That's too long of a quote. Yeah, that is a very long quote. So oh. if you need to get any Halloween Town inspired gifts, <laughs> that exists. Where That's where to go. It's on Etsy. So just look up uh, look up uh, Kimberly J. Brown. And she's got some stuff for you. If you <laughs> well, oh, let's let's. Uh, I always play this game. We can we can play it right now. Okay. I always play a game on these podcasts, and it's called uh, What Would It Cost? And uh, the idea is either I'm going to give you um, I'm going to give you something, and you're going to have to tell me how much it would cost for, or like how much someone would have to pay you for it to happen to you, mm-hmm. or how much uh, you would pay to do it. Okay? Okay. Alright, how much would how much would you pay because i know you want to do this how much would you pay to be able to uh write and or like have your horror movie put out to the world how much would i pay yeah well like how much like would you would put into it i would okay i get it i get it if it was guaranteed if it was guaranteed to be made succeed yeah and to be made okay i'm gonna go with like ten thousand dollars i'd be willing to pay Okay, you put down ten thousand. Yeah, just to make a movie, not for it to be like good or anything. Just to get it off the ground. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, how much would it cost for you to be in a horror movie situation? So, how much? Not you're paying. It's how much would someone have to pay for pay you? For you to be like in as real a realistic, you make it out alive, but as realistic of a horror movie situation as you could be in. How much would I would I'm I paying for this one or am I getting? No, paid? no, no. Someone you're getting paid to do this. Okay, okay. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> because this is like gonna be this is gonna feel like life or death. Yeah. It's basically as if like it starts happening, you don't really know you're getting paid for it. But you make it out alive, and you, you get well, a nice chunk of change in the end. I'm gonna need enough money for therapy, so let's talk there. And then I'd like to, to you know, come out of that as like, huh. if I come out of it changed, is that a good thing? Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're coming out a changed man because of uh, you saw some murder, you appreciate life a little bit so, more. If other people die, did they actually die? Or is this just like a completely fictional scenario? 
Oh, oh man. Well, I guess I guess I got. Well, you don't know. You don't know. So. Okay. To, to your, let's just say they live for like the wholesome quality of it all, but in, in your mind, they're dead. So it's like that episode of Total Drama Island. Okay. I sure. <laughs> you you didn't see that episode? No, I don't want it. I didn't want to see it. <laughs> um, I feel like if I came out of that situation with less than a thousand dollars, I'd be disappointed. But well, a thousand—that's all you would need. <laughs> You're going to be, like, emotionally scarred for the rest of your life. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> you, But you, like, would get some sick enjoyment out of it? No, I don't think I'd like it at all. I think I'd hate every second of it. So then get some more money out of it. I mean, you got to get some... Yeah, get if, some I, if I got to pick how much money I got out of it, I'd pick a higher number. <laughs> well, but, but you're saying, like, you would do it for at least... Okay, okay, let, me, let me rethink this. So, <laughs> I'm walking around, right? I see sure. like some some like what are they called the the like tack boards. It's got like one of those things with that's got like, do you want to get paid so and so much money to do this? And then it's got like a phone number at the bottom. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The it's number like on that piece of paper for me to take the the phone number at the bottom and be willing to do it would probably need to be like fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. You can put all that money towards your therapy. Get my my horror movie off the ground with my ten thousand. And get your horror, yeah, well, yeah, you accomplished both. And get your horror movie based on there based off of uh, real events. Yeah. Shout right. that at the beat. How much would it cost for you to have to spend a night in a haunted, cons- like a haunted conservatory or something? Like a creepy a big house. building. Yeah, not just a haunted yeah. house. Like a creepy big haunted building. Like an asylum or like a prison yeah. or something. Because what would be worse? Like a big creepy building or a small creepy building? I feel like if it was like a house, I could go like, oh, it's just a house. And I could get up. Yeah, it. exactly. But if you're in like a weird, you know, hospital, like that's, you know yeah. where you're at. If with like long hallways and dark flickering lights all the time. Any sound is going to, like, I'm not going to sleep. It's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, you're not sleep. I'm assuming you're not going to sleep. No, I think I could sleep in a haunted house. Like, if I was getting paid to do it, I could definitely fall asleep in a haunted house. I don't think I could do that in, like, a haunted asylum or hospital. So how much would it cost? So how much would it cost for me to do it by myself? Yeah, by yourself, full night. Uh, no, no friends with ghost hunting equipment? No. Should that be more or less than the other one? I feel like in my head What's it's more, scarring? but it doesn't make sense why. Yeah, I feel like it is more too, but the other one, like this situation, you don't know if you're going to see anything. The other one, like you're for sure getting emotionally scarred. Like if you're going to live through a horror movie situation, you're for sure going to have some stuff. Like this, you don't know. You're just It's just the like internal f- idea of fear that comes with staying yeah, in a place like that. Why does that make it worse? I don't know, but it does. Because like the other one, you're getting chased by a killer. This one, you're just in a building that's super creepy. But yeah. that might be like, more unsettling. I don't those know. Those might not even exist. So, yeah, I feel weird saying a higher number for this one, but I feel like I have to, because I I would hate doing this way more than like being in a horror movie scenario. <laughs> yeah, you're also by yourself, which makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. I want hmm. any number. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm Who punching you the numbers in my head. I'm thinking about how people do this for free. <laughs> 
I'm thinking about how some people pay to do it. It's very, it's a very tough situation. Because you don't want to sound like too much of a wuss. You're like, some people pay to do this. Yeah, that's my head. I'm like, some people would willingly pay to do this. And I'm sitting here like, I would never willingly pay. And I probably, <laughs> and like, I'm sitting here and, and I'm like, if I ask for dollars. too much money, is it bad? I think you're putting too much thought into it. Well, of course. Just how much money do you want? I mean, I want more money. So then just go for more money, man. Let's go with 200000 Wow, what a wuss. <laughs> You're such a freaking wuss. Uh, how much would you need to be paid for there to never be Halloween again? Mm, that's that's a toughie. I mean, never Halloween again. Yeah, never Halloween. Let's see, I'm going to live for hopefully another at least 50 years. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So how? So that's at least fifty Halloweens that's gonna be gone forever. Yeah. So that means I'd need at least a million dollars a year, so fifty million dollars. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's. <laughs> yeah. You need a million a year for there to never be Halloween again. Yeah. All right. That way that's... I can spend. No wait. I, I want to change that. I'm gonna make it evenly divisible by twelve. <laughs> so I can. Make it like fifty thousand a month times twelve, six hundred thousand a year. That sounds better. Okay, Jesus Christ. All right, that's fine. <laughs> that ends that. <laughs> Is that too high of a number? No, that sounds fine. Man. You like, you know, you like what you like what you like. So yeah. keep it around. You know, you I feel like you... if I lose Halloween, I lose all fall traditions, and then Christmas is just like all year. It was everything that is that is Eli. Yeah. I mean, no, but... <laughs> Alright. Anything else? I don't know. October this year wasn't great for horror movies. Gotta say. It's fine. Because October is... October is not a month. It's not uh, a festive uh, holiday season. It's a way of life. <laughs> and that's, that's... That's where this ends. That That's what is a good note to leave it on. You know, it's just a way of life. So... I think we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot of fun topics. You know, we discussed uh, the top things to do. We discussed how to survive horror movies. It was uh, everything it needed to be and more. And I can't thank thank you enough, Eli, for turning this this podcast into something real special. Thank you. <laughs> you sound, sounded so... Oh, sorry. It's I was... No, right, my, my throat did a thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that does it. Do you, do you want a more sincere thank you? No. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs>